Everybody, it's episode 72 of CBQ Legacy. That's Comic Book Queers. I am your host, Evil Jeff, and I am with my hot and gorgeous and one year older co host, Brett. I'm one year older than you now because I had a birthday and you did not. <laughs> I know you're now one year older than me for. Uh, wait, what year were you born? 19. <laughs> Did it end in a 19. Six? What did it end it in? It ended in a sex. Yes. In a six. In a okay, six. we are the same age. You have about a month, about two months on me, so I have to glow okay. for those two months. I've learned a lot in those two months. Um, how was your birthday? My birthday was great. Um, I took the afternoon off, and first of all, uh, my husband took me out to a wonderful dinner and a show. I saw a musical called. Superhero. Is it based off of anything? It references stuff. In fact, it references, oddly, the Submariner a lot. It references <laughs> Namor a lot. But what? they always call him the Submariner. It's very strange. But this musical, it's from... The music's written by the guy that wrote Next to Normal. For okay. the musical theater geeks out there. Uh, it's the director of Avenue Q, and the person who wrote the script, uh, it's someone from another musical, I can't remember. It's about a mother and son who live in a building, apartment building in New York, and the son is obsessed with comic books. You come to find out that uh, the father, the husband, is dead. He died in a car accident that the son witnessed. So the kid and the mom have got a very strained relationship. Sexual. Yeah. So the kid starts to, he starts to wonder about this mysterious guy across the hall or the guy in 4B. Uh, and he starts to think the guy could be a superhero. He starts to think the guy has powers. Okay. And it's a musical. And it goes from there. It's a musical. Yeah. And it's really only a four person cast or five person cast. Very small. So was it just like, this man held his breath for really long, I think he can breathe underwater? Was it kind of like something like that? Yeah. Okay. It was, all the songs were very heartfelt. Like, my son, I don't know my son. I hate that shit. It's so, like, that's ever since that Dear Evan Hansen came out. Yeah. Everything is all, like, so, I don't know. I'm kind of, I feel musicals are either about something really depressing and hip. Like, there was that, that chill pill. Yeah, be more chill. Be more favorite. chill, and then or it's like we're now doing. There's they they're doing me. They've done Mean Girls, they've done yep. Heather's. I heard they're now yep. doing Clueless, and I heard they're also doing yep. Jawbreaker. And you're like, stop what? doing teen comedies, teen like a uh, girl, mean like girl. Mean Girl, Heather. Yeah, yeah, stop it. We we Especially have enough. Jawbreaker. Ugh, Jawbreaker's terrible. Um, I love Jawbreaker. <laughs> and I'm not just oh, saying no. that because I slept with the director. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> yes, it was awful. Dirt. Oh my God, we not have so because, much dirt. Not because he was awful, but because um, the first time we, uh, it was, it ended, like, so I'm just like, I love Jawbreaker. And he hit on me, this is years ago. And then he was like, oh, I'm a director. Like he was on OK Cupid, And then he was like, oh, I'm a director. And I'm like, oh, what'd you direct? He's like, oh, a movie called Jawbreaker. I'm like, what? We're gonna Get fall the fuck in love. Out of here. We're gonna fall in love, and I'm gonna make him marry me. The first date, he, I go to his like place in the Hollywood Hills, um, and then he has two dogs. I'm horribly allergic to dogs, but I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna make this work. I'm gonna will myself to not be allergic to these dogs. Ooh, we start. That's not how. We yeah. start r- going at it. We go on his bed, rolling all over his bedspread which the dogs just sleep on all the time. We are in the middle of like clothes coming off, we're going at it, and then he stops and looks at me and he goes, are you okay? And I'm like, no. why, what's going on? He's like, your face is all swollen. <laughs> no. And I like went into the bathroom and my face was like all red and puffy because I'm allergic to dogs. And we had to stop. Oh, you could have been Hollywood royalty. <laughs> we saw each other one other time after that and then we were like friends, but nothing ever happened after that. 
So well, it's, um, yeah, he probably can't get that image out of his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I ruined it. That's like, yeah, story of my life. And quick side note, which before we go back to your birthday, um, that reminds me, I had an awful Valentine's Day. Oh God! Someone, what happened? I spent a lot of money to go to this Japanese restaurant that's on top of like the Hollywood Hills. Uh-huh. And uh, somebody um, pretended to be me and stole my reservation. <laughs> Is that person still out there now? Because I was like, how come you haven't called my name? And finally they were like, oh, we did. You're eating. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and then they were like, no, we called, we called your name and someone came up and said that was you. So we sent them. And then they had to go get those people. And like, I don't know if they had to be kicked out, whether they even like had a reservation. Like, and I, it was awful. They sound like serial reservation takers. Like they walk into restaurants. Yeah. And whatever name they hear, they're like, it's us. Yeah. Anyway, what else did you do on your anyway, birthday? Uh, I went to see a little film in the afternoon about birthdays. Wait, did you see the musical Ca- first? No, I saw the musical oh, okay. late at night. Oh, okay. I, I'm just going in the I'm going in the order of stuff we want to talk about. Okay. Uh, I saw Happy Death Day to you. I saw Which, it gotta well. say, seeing it on your birthday is something special. Okay, well here, let's do on the count of three as we usually do. We're going to do loved it or hate it on the count of three, okay? okay? Yay, yep. One, two, three. Loved problems it! With it. <laughs> oh no! I had a lot of problems with it. I loved it so much. Um, I did not hate it though. What were your problems? The problems are, first of all, um, here's a little point of thing. Uh, don't put the very last shot of the post credit scene in the trailer. Wait, there was a post credit scene? I walked out. Are you serious? We had to get to dinner. There was like a 10-minute post credit scene. Oh, fuck me. I are said, you, you know serious? what, I'll look it up. I forgot to look it up. I walked out saying, I'll look it up, because it'll be on YouTube. It's like 10 minutes long, and I knew there was going to be one, because the scene is in the trailer. All right. Earmuffs, Um, listeners. Wait, hold on. No, no, no. We're not going to... First, can can I... You want to hear this, or do you want to hear about my problems first? Do you want to know that? Problems, problems, problems. My problem is, I felt that they just squandered the most interesting thing. When the magic they, of... Well, the fact that it transferred over to... So in Happy Death Day, she's reliving her birthday every day and keeps getting murdered. When this second one happens, it's the roommate is starting to relive his day over and over. And, and you find out that he's like a physicist and like, and like a, physis, a physics major, and they actually have been doing some kind of quantum machine, and this is the cause of it. It's causing yeah, some Yeah, they sort brought of sci-fi. They brought sci-fi into it. So I'm like, amazing. So then there's a huge explosion where all of the characters, main characters, are are affected by it. And then she's back to reliving her birthday again. Here's where they fucked up. It needed to be all of them reliving their day. I wanted to see every parallel universe of them reliving their day over and over because here's where Mm -hmm. it got annoying is we then were back to her reliving her day and things are different so the murderer is different but i just didn't care because now you have this whole sci-fi aspect and then they're like all right and now we're just not going to talk about it and now it's back to this murder thing and you're like no that's not interesting anymore and then there was a whole mom element where the mom was back to life which was already done in the final girls and there was another thing where she's like, mom's alive. And I'm like, I don't oh, right. I don't care. Go back to the fun sci-fi thing. I want to see the boyfriend reliving each day and getting murdered. The the Indian uh, classmate getting murdered. The, the dean getting murdered. I wanted to see, I felt that would be so much more interesting. And tell me that I am not right. You're not right. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? I had such a different take. I consider this a franchise about Tree. I love that she was this time rocketed into a parallel universe and had to relive the same day over and over in this parallel universe. I loved that she had to make the choice 
between her mother and her boyfriend, between getting the past back and kind of just facing the future. I loved it. I thought the sci-fi was just, here's, here's another touch. Why not? And we need explanations of why things happened. But here's my thing is I feel her being in that parallel universe, I felt they really milked it and it was like way too long and I started getting bored. Like the whole, like, oh, the Dean took it away early. Now we have to do a whole caper to steal it out of his, what? No, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I I did feel that they did not pay off there being two ryan's in the beginning exactly I he just fucking disappears con- i was convinced that the killer was going to be the other tree uh, yes convinced. And i was too or i thought it was the other girl like the other physics girl because she was i was like why are you here you're the killer <laughs> yeah i thought she, beginning of the movie i thought she was the killer i mean i, I you know just it, it didn't match my expectations of what i thought they were setting up yeah it, it kind of embraced its old formula again it just it was more about tree's emotional state and her growth which yeah. I, which is like but here's I my i i which i'm fine with it but i felt they dug so hard into it where i just felt they dropped the actual interesting and entertaining things that were happening for me yeah. so for me what? i loved the whole almost halfway through the second act and then I stopped enjoying it as much. But I did not hate it. But I loved sure. it throughout the whole beginning of it. And that's the only reason I hate it is because I want I, I had such high hopes for it to be something more. But they're going to do a third one. And that's probably going to do what I want. Because do you want to know what the ending is? Yes, please. All right. So they are now, like, doing, like... It's weird because they're in college. But for some reason they're doing, like college cleaning duty where they're on the campus like with vests like cleaning up with the little sticks like the little oh was it because they got they got in trouble because of all that stuff yeah um which i don't think that's what happens on like a college campus like it was a little no but it's it's funny it's what happens in prison yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) so they're doing that and then suddenly the the cia comes barreling in in a bunch of cars and they like come out and like kidnap not really kidnap but they're like you have to all come with us and then they bring them back and and they like basically are in the in the center of like nasa and the cia and all this shit and they're just like we don't know the equation to like get this to work and you know trees like i know it and they're like oh great God. and they're like well we're trying to find new test subjects to go through the time loop again and then she goes i know the perfect test subject and it ends with the, her bitchy uh sorority Danielle. sister waking <laughs> up screaming i love it and her waking up screaming is in the trailer so I knew, oh, so yeah. the whole time I knew that she was going to be part of, she was going to have her own time loop. So I'm watching the whole thing waiting for the other characters to experience their own time loop. So I honestly feel I might have liked the movie if I didn't if see the didn't, trailer. Yeah. I yeah. think the trailer set me up with such a high expectation of the cool things yeah, that were going to happen. Well, it set a specific expectation. Exactly. And then they fucked it up. So people doing trailers, stop putting... Not only, I always say don't put anything in the third act, but definitely don't put a spoiler from the end credits scene. Right. Who approved that? You're fired. Right. You're fired. Anyway. What I do love, though, is that just they're going to do more. They're going to do all the things you say because they set a direction that it's like, oh, every one of these is going to be so much more ridiculous and confusing. We're just going to keep throwing shit onto the pile of these things. I'm for it. It's great, though. I feel the third one is going to be a million different loops. Like, it's going to be, like, oh, yeah. butt-ass crazy, and I'm here for it. And I love that actress. I love it. I love that actress. I love her. And I say her best performance before that, look up The Onion. Um, you ever see the, watch those Onion videos? Of yeah, them. she was in one? You know the one where it's, like, the, the fake Good Morning America Yes. She's in the one where it's two teenagers are like there to talk about their missing friend, but they just keep making fun (gasps) of all their classmates. Oh oh my God. I love that video. (laughs) Yeah. She's one of the people where she's like, Oh my God, how old is the zit on your tit? Like, yeah, she's the, she's the girl in that. So I highly recommend rewatching that. Just type in the onion missing girl and you'll, it'll be the first thing that pops up. Oh, I'm going to fucking love that. Uh, yeah. 
Anyway, the, uh, it was, uh, but it was, it was so, it was still like an enjoyable romp. It's a romp. It didn't go the directions we thought it was going to go, but it romped. It still romped. Yeah. It still romped. But there was a lot of stuff to watch. There's a lot oh of stuff my came God. out. A lot. A lot of stuff dropped. Yeah, and what, not what only dropped before, days. but also things. Uh, I feel other things uh, like the magicians is just really yes. hitting its stride. It's it really, really is. It's really going into like these. There's like four different, like um, four different like total not metaphysical like but just moralistic conundrums that er- everyone's basically facing these huge moral dilemmas and i fucking love it uh the most interesting being the quickening of josh so walk me through what was going on i was getting confused by what the quickening was exactly when did josh get the lycranthampy i don't know how to say that word when he when okay so you know how the one hedge witch the bad girl hedge witch she's from a, from a yeah her and Penny are from a different timeline when Josh and I think who else went to that other and who else went to that other timeline I can't remember was it Alice too I can't remember the people but when the, Josh was in that timeline and he met the other version of himself and he was a full werewolf and he was like oh when we slept with that person. That teacher, she had the werewolf thing. And that's, he's like, but then he's like, oh, I slept with her in my timeline. Shit, I have it. And he basically told, well, you're going to go through the quickening at some point. And uh, and so, so he knew like, oh shit, I'm going to eventually become a werewolf. So he always knew that it was going to be happening. So, so in this episode, he starts experiencing the things that are the quickening. And in the quickening, it's basically when you're a werewolf, every 30 years, you have to mate or murder someone. Or like the, he said, it's basically fuck, marry, kill without the marry. Yeah. So you basically are for, and, but that's the thing is if you fuck the person, you give them the, the werewolf STD. It's basically an STD. So it's basically like I either fuck someone and, and trick them and give them the STD or I rape somebody or I kill somebody or I kill myself. And Margot fucking steps up and is like, we're going to fucking fix it. Mm-hmm. And how does she fix it? And in the end, she fixes it by she's like, you don't have to rape anyone because I'll fuck you. You can fuck me. And she literally she, says, fuck. She literally says, you can fuck me. Ooh, they drop a lot of F-bombs on that show. I and, love it. And then they fucked, and then they were really into it. And I think they're dating now. Yeah, they made it pretty clear that they're going to be a couple. He's like, so and, is this like a utilitarian thing, or are we? And she's like, I think we are. I love it. I love it. The nerd stoner and the bitchy popular girl who became king. Yes. They're fucking. And then there's another moral dilemma where Alice has to either con- like go in cahoots with a pedophile. Yeah, so in we, order didn't to save her we didn't know I who kidnapped. We didn't know who kidnapped Alice. I thought it was Santa Claus and that she went on the sleigh. But no, it was the guy who wrote all the fillery books. The guy who molested the child who eventually became the beast. Yeah. The reason for the beast. Yeah. Ew. Who is also the husband of the nanny. <laughs> I thought he looked familiar. Yes! Alice made no bones about thinking he was a piece of shit. She was awesome. Yeah. She's like, I don't think you do deserve to live, actually. He's like, yes, girl? Yeah. And then so, uh, Quentin... And Elliot. A, yeah, they have this weird bonding moment. And uh, Elliot, who's being possessed by that demon. Does that demon have a name? Uh, the monster is the all monster. I know. Uh, he basically says, well, I, when I took over this body, I killed Elliot. He said, your friend is dead. I felt his He's soul dead. die. Yeah. Yeah. And immediately. Margot feels it. Mar- they cut to Margot. She kind of feels it that he's dead, too. And I immediately just was like, lies. <laughs> Oh, I was like, we're, oh, we're clearly cutting to Elliot at yes, the end of this episode. Yes, I know. I, I was like, <laughs> he is not fucking dead. And then we cut him still trapped inside the monster. And he's looks like he's alive but confused and has no idea what's going on. 
Yeah, it looks like he's inside some sort of fantasy world. So he doesn't know what's happening outside. But I think this we're going to have so an good. arc. Oh, yeah, so where he's going to bust the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. I love Great it. Great stuff. Good stuff, magicians. And then Other good we shows. had premieres. Which one should we talk about first? I want to talk about the one that is about the group of superpowered people who are with kind of the only family they only really know. And they live in a big house, and they live with a morally ambiguous, and they live with a morally a morally ambiguous father figure. I want to talk about that one. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, that literally describes both of series that premiered. It also describes the X Men. Exactly, and Doom Patrol, and the Umbrella Academy. Let's talk about. I don't want to talk about the DC X Men yet. Yeah, let's talk about Umbrella Academy. Let's talk about Umbrella Academy. Gerard Way, My Chemical Romance, his, his vision came to life. And here's what I'm going to I think this, and I don't know as it goes along how much, but I don't think I have ever seen um, an adaptation almost be 100% faithful to it's the exact. graphic novel. It is like a 100% faithful. Nothing has changed except they made uh, one of them black because, yes. Yes, like and I think need, they, you know, which they, is like, they yeah, diversify they're, they're, the kids. Also, it makes sense if they, if they were from all around the world. They all should have yes, been different exactly. races in the first place. So they improved exactly. that. But yeah, it's almost literally exactly the exact same thing. And I, I kind of love that. Yeah, me too. That's what I've been begging for people to do. It's like you have an amazing story. Just fucking tell it. Because I love the book. I just want to see the book. I, volume one. Like, I can't wait for this to unfold because I know what happens. And I can't wait for the big act three. I can't yeah. wait. I am kind of disappointed in a weird way that I know the twists. Yes. Um, like I would love to be watching this being like, oh, this is so cool. And then not knowing. Uh, Me too. And the person who plays uh, number five. The is, kid. The kid is really good. I love the kid. I yeah. love him. I, to, I'm trying to figure out who to me is my fave. It's kind of between number five and um, the seance. Number three. Klaus. What is he? Klaus. Number four. Number four. No, no. Is he number three? Six was Ben. Seven is Vanya. Two is Diego. Four. I think Rumor is three. Four. Oh, she's three, and then Klaus is yeah, four. Yeah, and he's four. Klaus is four. Uh, love Klaus. Love the kid. The boy. Yeah, it's... Uh, also, it's, they really... I felt in the, the other thing that I think that they, they did very subtly, but power, more powerfully is uh, they really, in the graphic novel, just make it like, and one of them's dead. And they kind of never really address it. He, they never describe, he was never even in, you know, he's not in the scenes that take place today. Unlike no. the show, I don't, like, I don't think the seance ever communicated no, with him. No, and I think that is a, something that is different. Where he is there, and I love that. Because that's the other thing that they never... Because even in the book, because they made the sequel, um, and I think they're doing another one coming out soon, but they have still never addressed how he died. And I will yeah, they're say... they're on volume three now. In the, they're in the middle of volume three. The kid using his powers is way more violent and creepy. Oh, so great. The, flat, the scene of them in the bank? Yeah, where he the, literally just goes in and... The, oh! It's very similar to the the gay guy in um, what is it in the the Avenger undercover Avengers and the the uh, what was the one that was like Hunger Games Avengers? Yeah, the arena. Yeah, that that one. It's Avengers arena. Yeah, that what there's a character, um, the Bloodstone character. It's very similar to his powers. Oh. Yes. Yeah, they're all great. I will say about the Umbrella Academy, it's great to see. It's it's well done. Sometimes I feel like it's kind of just happening before my eyes. Like I'm, uh, we'll get into a show next where I was really emotionally invested. Yeah. Like deeply. Yeah. This, uh, you know, sometimes I was just kind of watching it. I think it's fun, but it definitely is. Uh, 
I, th I think it didn't go as deep as the next one we're going to talk about. Yeah, it's, to it's, it's delivered in a very straightforward way. Yeah. It's kind of like, hey, it's the people, look, they look the same. Hey, like, it's the same. Um, there are no real liberties. I mean, we talked about Ben being in the modern scenes, but there's no real liberties being taken. It's, I looked it up. It's created by the guy that wrote the Michael B. Jordan Fantastic Four. Okay. So I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Was Michael B. Jordan the torch? Yeah. Okay. I didn't even realize that because I didn't see it. Because it's terrible. Um, yeah. But uh, Umbrella Academy is good. good. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to Ellen Page and some of the final episodes. Can't wait. Can't wait for that. Watching her Can't go wait to crazy. see what she looks like. Because she's, yeah, she's busting ass on, uh, I, like, these interviews, she's literally, like, not even talking about the show. She's, like, doing the rounds. And she's, she's, like, just, white like, violining yeah. other She's like, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm on a show, and... and also, fuck you, Chris Pratt, and fuck you. Like, she's kicking ass. And that's why we need a strong LGB presence right now, because we are also in the midst of a, of a horrible LGBT scandal. When I say Ellen, I mean Paige. <laughs> yes, of course. And then by scandal, I'm talking about uh, Jesse Smollett. Yeah, wait, what the fuck? They arrested a couple that they think did it, they but let them they go. were released with no, no charges? It's literally hour by hour, new things are happening. Because first, he was attacked... MAGA, they yelled MAGA country. Then he wouldn't give his phone up. Then he did give the phone, but he erased almost everything. Then they found people in uh, the, the, the video surveillance. They find the people. They're two extras from Empire. They then arrest those two. They then let them go. And it is now released that they were let go because they said that Jesse Smollett paid them to do it. Get the fuck out of here what but the what? police but this is all sources coming out and the police have not officially confirmed that and jesse just got a lawyer so what the fuck and they said that they can prove where they uh were given the money to buy the rope and everything my first reaction as soon as i heard about the attack my f my i tweeted out can someone please tell me where in Chicago people are going around saying it's this is MAGA country? Like, I lived there for 12 years. There's no place in Chicago where people would say that. Yeah. Well, I felt Something it because they, seemed... cause he said that there was, there was like a threatening letter sent to the set of Empire sent to him. So I always thought this isn't like about, oh, we were walking and we see him. I thought it was like, oh, no, we know it's him he and we're tagged, following like, him and yeah. we're going to do something to him. Maybe. And Who maybe knows? there is a chance that they were mad at him or something, but the fact is, is that they were friends and they, it seems like they gave him up. The other thing that doesn't make sense is like, how do you, if this was a hoax, how do you think you can get away with that? And why are you doing it? Well, they also said it's because he was being killed off the show. And so he wanted a way to like get his relevance back to not get killed off the show if this happened to him. But then Empire said that he wasn't being killed off the show. So my thing is I also at the at, this all sounds awful, but I also just don't understand why he would do that. So it's all awful and horrifying and I and we still it's all not officially what has happened, but it's all very right now I'm not no I feel like no one wins no matter what. Nobody wins in this. Yeah. People are fucking crazy. Yeah. I'm talking about all of them. Us too. Yeah. Well, we're fucking nuts. But honestly, two people in Chicago being like, hey, this is mega country. Hey, we carry around a noose and some bleach all the time. What? That does not happen in Chicago. I'm from Chicago, bitch. That's a quote from RuPaul's Drag Race. Right before she was about to beat someone up. Jesus. Um, all right. Well, uh, now let's let's go off that depressing track and let's talk about these depressing doom, <laughs> doom patrol. Let's talk about doom instead. Uh, something lighter. They recast uh, the chief. 
Yeah, it's Timothy Dalton. And it's Timothy Dalton, which I'm like, It's upgrade. a former James Bond. Poor, yeah. poor uh, guy who was playing him before is probably like, well, fuck me. <laughs> yeah, well, they just needed him for Titans when they were testing the concept. Yeah. But uh, it's basically an origin episode, um, and those are always very tricky to do. But mm-hmm. guess what? When you have fucking Matt Bomer and Brendan Fraser, who's like an amazing actor who basically was uh, blacklisted and now is finally being able to like do like I, he's great. And Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton. And Timothy too. Dalton. You've got, got some chops on. And the one who plays Crazy Jane. She was Orange is the New Black. And yeah. She's great. But and nobody's better than the one who plays Elastigirl. She my favorite. Oh, yeah, she's great. And that's the original one. Was it really just the four of them in the very original, like, 1960s Doom Patrol? My understanding is that it was just the three of them. There's no Crazy Jane. But, I mean, the chief, including the chief. Yeah, the chief, yeah. Um, and then Crazy Jane, is she from, she's from Grant Morrison's run. Yeah, this is all, so Elastigirl was not in Morrison's run, but this, like, look for Robot Man, the leather jacket and the jeans... I associate yeah. this look with Morrison's run. Yeah. The, the aesthetic at Mr. Nobody was Morrison's run too. The villain, the narrator. And that is a perfect villain. Um, and oh I God. love Ellen, the actor who plays it. He's amazing too. From, Alan uh, Tudyk. Yeah. From Firefly. Yes. So I'm like a hundred percent there. Yeah. This is that. a stacked show. Yeah. And it's also like, here are these losers and then an insane villain, because isn't Mr. Because I haven't read all of it. A lot of it I've just, like, researched. But isn't Mr. Nobody, he couldn't even be, a, like, with the main villain guys. They didn't want him on his team. So he wasn't even about evil. He was more just about chaos. Isn't that, like, his he starts thing? the He starts the Brotherhood of Dada. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. And so that's a perfect villain for these, like, losers. And for just a show that is going to be completely insane, because he's insane, and he has, like, Mixoplex powers. Yes. He just basically do anything. Mixoplex. Uh, he, yeah, he puts together a team in the Morrison run, the Brotherhood of Dada. I mean, they, you know, they say they're not evil. They're not, they're not definable, which is why they embrace Dada. And the other members are so cool. So I hope that we see those people eventually. Um, what I loved at the end of episode one, the Doom Patrol decides to brave up and fight these enemies that are coming to this town yeah. where they've been discovered. I really like that they they so they begin their fight essentially at the end of the episode, and they're in the middle of a street, which makes me think of Danny. Do you think that Danny the street is going to come up? I hope so. Do you know who yes. Timothy Dalton has officially said is going to be in it? No. Uh, 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 the Beast Boy? S- Spinner. What's her name? Dorothy Spinner. The one whose imaginary imaginary friends come to life. Oh! And she's... <gasps> Oh my God! Yes, because he basically said, "Oh, we're off and shooting a thing with like uh, where we come to a, a like a like a Cro-Magnon woman." Oh, baby, who we're taking in. So yeah, and then oh, baby, the people have looked up the characters and they said they're not the exact same names of the imaginary friends, but they're like pretty close. Oh of, yes. Like, yeah, so like that's going to be another character, but I definitely want Danny the Street. I want a gay street in this show. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's just great. And Brian Fraser is just like, I forgot. I'm like, you're good. Like, you're really good. Why? He's really you... good. And then it's just what? sad where it's like he was blacklisted. Why? Is there a story there? He was, I think he, I forget who, but somebody, um, somebody uh, sexually harassed him or put the moves on him. And then he tried to, but they were like a powerful producer. And when he Get tried to out, out them, they basically ruined his career. Yeah. What? Oh, you didn't know about that? Oh my God, no! Yeah. yeah, that's why he stopped making movies. It wasn't because it was because they like they literally ruined his career, and we're like, no, you can't say that about this guy. Yeah. Oh my God, that's fucking terrible. Yeah. Jesus, this world. I know. 
I want them to do a movie with like Brennan Fraser, um, what's Terry Crews, like Naomi, Naomi Judd, <laughs> Terry Crews, Mira Sorvino, Annabella uh, Ciora. Yeah, let's get all of them in like some amazing TV show where they're all just like killing old white men. Fuck. Anyway, Doom Patrol is delivered with sizzle and pizzazz. It's great. It tries. <laughs> it, it's clever. It's good. It unfolds ma- so well. Who's making it? Do you know who's directing, like, who's creating it? I, I did look up. I think the director, I can't really tell who's writing it. I couldn't find that credit. The director, I think, is someone who actually directed a bunch of Netflix Marvel episodes. Ah. That might have been Umbrella Academy. I can't remember. Oh. I think that was Umbrella Academy, well, actually. Well, it's great. And that's the thing is I'm just like, I think they need to take the t- the whoever the TV side and basically be like, you're all getting a promotion and you now all do the movies. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? How can they make these TV shows that are so great and these movies are garbage? Oh, there's two words of why. Do you know what those two words are, Brett? It begins with a Z. Um, z- zoo animals? Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. He's awful. Same thing. Zack Snyder is somebody who fundamentally does not understand that Watchmen is supposed to be hated. <laughs> like, those characters are supposed to be hated. Yeah. And also worshipped. that... You d- and that it's not sexy to see a penis and testicles that big dangling in front of your face. And Correct. You like to speak for yourself. Right. Especially as long as it's he- not, if it's not Henry Cavill. <laughs> um, I'm sad Doom Patrol is only dropping episodes at a time like they do on the DC Comics streaming service. I want it all and I want it now. Can't binge it. But DC's uh, good. Just- DC's good. I understand you took a little dive into a DC rabbit hole. This ew, ew. Ew, ew, it's all over me. I read a DC book. Ew, I did too, ew. I read a few DC books. I decided because I caught up on action comics, I decided to also catch up on Superman. Yeah, uh, we were wondering. What which is all like that. where the son, his son left um, and went with, his, with Superman's dad and Lois Lane, and they, like, went off to explore space while he fought, what was it, Kazar or whatever? That stupid other K- thing. Yeah, Kazar. Kazar, yeah. and I was K- like, From I the Savage care. Land. So I got caught up. Basically, Zod comes, and basically Zod and Kazar are just stuck in the Phantom Zone, and they're just kind of like, all right, we're just going to, like, leave you there. So that kind of is just, like, left up in the air. And the son comes back, but his son who was like 12, 13, is now 17. Oh, yeah, yeah, they kitty pride him. And basically, they're like, why are you so old? And and then there's a whole uh, issue where he just talks about, like, the whole experience of him with the dad. Like, the mom, like, gets sent, like, is only there for, like, a week, and then she gets sent back. And then in those two weeks, them traveling, like, practically light speed, like, they grow older, and, like, years pass even though only three weeks have passed since he actually left. And it turns out, the plot line, which was kind of great, he's like, well, after mom left, that's when I realized the real problem with, with, your, with, grandpa, with grandpa. And they're like, what? What is it? It's that, and it literally, a whole panel with just um, John Ken's face, and he goes, grandpa's insane. <laughs> <laughs> And then they're like, what? And then it like continues to the next issue. And it's basically the grandfather is just like, I brought you out here to find the answers, but I don't know the answers. What if there's no point to any of this? Maybe we should all die. And it basically ends with him driving them into a black hole to commit suicide. Jesus. I mean, your planet blows up. It's bound to affect you. And then he, uh, and then he somehow ends up like surviving it and then like, make, and then like makes his way back to them. So that's kind of that thing. So, and actually I kind of, I'm kind of digging it, but, uh, that, that one, I will just give it, uh, ew, ew. It was fun. And they got rid of oh, Kazark, who I wasn't liking. 
But I've also been interested in, and Brian Michael Bendis has decided to do a new imprint called the Wonder <gasps> Imprint. Oh, is he now? Yes, which is all the young teens. And he's creating oh, is a it? new... Why are you saying it like that? Is he creating a new character called Naomi? Yes. Why do you... Is, are you saying that because it's like his, the DC Miles Morales? I'm saying it because I read Wonder Twins number one and looked into this Wonder Comics that's what during I read. my pre-show that's, that's what research. I read. That's what I read. It's Wonder Twins I read it one. too. But it also, I want to read the other ones. I definitely want to read it's, the other ones. Yeah, Naomi by Bendis, and the other two are, in addition to Wonder Twins, Young Justice and Dial H for Hero, a property I love. And I think Bendis is writing the Young Justice too. I believe. It's great. And the Wonder Twins, two characters that are awful. I mean, let's be honest. They've been like, hey. other than Aquaman, I feel like they've been the one that are most joked about. They're better than Wendy and Marvin. Well, the, I, let's just pretend that those, but no one even exists. Like, the, but uh, all right. But Wendy and Marvin, how many seasons was Wendy and Marvin there? I don't know, but I just remember watching Super Friends and being like, please don't be Wendy and Marvin. Please. Oh, it's the Wonder Twins, thank God. Yes, but uh, there's like a Teen Titans Go cartoon where they the Wonder Twins join, and basically they make, because uh, they're like, I can turn into an animal, and you can turn into water, and they basically just make uh, the brother just like answer the phones, and he just gets really pissed off. I mean, that's, that's kind of what happens in this book, too. Yeah, like Wonder Woman is just like, I'm very unimpressed. <laughs> well, they talk about Zan. So this takes place in high school. And Zan, Zan and, and Jaina, Jaina are new to Earth. Uh, their father is, a, is friends with Superman. It seemed like their father just couldn't handle two teenagers being in the house. So he's like, Superman, will you take them to Earth? <laughs> Give them internships at the Hall of Justice. And there's this thing that's called, um, when they go through puberty, it's called Thunderlust. Well, and it's it like any time it storms on their planet, people just, just start fucking. They just have to fuck. They have to fuck. And I'm like, is that is that totally brand new? Has that ever been established in any No, that was, that was in an episode. Yeah, that was in an episode of Super Friends once. <laughs> you don't no, remember no, but, the Thunderlust no, orgy has, episode but, of Super Friends? <laughs> no, that is not what I... But you know, I'm talking about, has Zan and Jaina been incorporated into the DC universe at all? I don't... Oh, yes, they have, yes. That's what I'm saying, is in a DC comic, has that ever been addressed before? I have no idea. I'm going to say no. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it has. Maybe. I loved it. And then the other thing I loved is uh, I love that Zan is like just a horny freak and kind of an idiot. Well, he kind of, like, I think he came all over his coach. Yeah. Yeah. He jizzed on his coach. He jizzed now, on his coach because he grabbed his coach during the lightning storm. Yeah, he went into yeah. Thunderlust. Yeah. And then they talked about the, co like, they refer to he, like, some, it's like he receiving the Thunderlust. I'm like, yeah. oh, so you, like, basically raped your coach. <laughs> like a 50-year-old white man. I love it. I love it. But Jane is kind of the brains of the operation. And the main uh, enemy is Mit Mitzelplik. Is that how you say it? I, I, who knows? I've always said Mitzelplik. Mitzelplik. So he's the bad guy who's been all of those wonder, uh, those, the Justice League cartoons. Mm -hmm. um, and they are battling him. The Justice League is battling him and battling him. And who ends up defeating him in like one quick recording is Jaina. She basically is like, supercomputer, play that backwards. Because he's like, I'm Metzelplex. She's like, supercomputer, play it backwards. And it said his name backwards. He's like, that's not supposed to work. And he disappears to his dimension. And then she just great. defeats him immediately. Hilarious. Mm -hmm. Hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah, it was cute. I liked it. I'm excited and for Winter Comics because I love me some YA properties. And I love uh, that the supercomputer is now just used to play music. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants a big computer anymore. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I loved it. I give that one just an ew because I thought it was ew. great. It was it was a delightful romp, much like Doom Patrol. But yeah, and in a much happy different death tone. day too. <laughs> Lots of romps. We're years. just romping everywhere. So many romps. Um, I did want to see another movie this weekend that I didn't. That's also sci-fi. The Rebel Wilson. Uh, one where she wakes up in a romantic comedy. 
oh, that's what happened? It's sci-fi like that? Or fantasy like yeah, that? Yeah, she gets mugged and oh. she hits her head. And when she wakes up, she's literally in a romantic comedy to the point where she goes to have sex and it just cuts to curtains. And then he's like, that was amazing. And she's like, nothing happened. <laughs> oh, God. And she's like, let's God. do it again. And then it cuts to the curtains blowing. This overweight girl couldn't be in a real romantic comedy, so we created a fantasy one for her to be acceptable in. Give me a fucking break. Oh, don't judge. It'll be a romp. I can't believe that guy faked this gay bashing. I am... It's not a hunt. I'm holding out all hope till the end. I'm holding out all hope till the end. I... I hope it's not true. If it is, I wonder if any of the uh, cast members in their heads were like, oh, God. Like, as soon as it happened, the people that know him were like, yeah. oh, no. Yeah. Because <laughs> they know he's fucking batshit. Look at us. Like, he's, we don't, we don't know anything. We should stop. Stop it. We can't. I'm holding all judgment. I pray for, this is the I worst is where I pray judgment. that he really was attacked. That's right. Awful There's, thing just to like you said, for. nobody wins. Nobody wins. <sighs> Um, those who do win are certainly not found in the mojo verse. <laughs> is that your transition to Mr. and Mrs. X? <laughs> yes, it is. Mr. and Mrs. X taking mojo verse, which I feel has been overdone, uh, and just putting, breathing a new fun, fresh life into it. There were times where I pined for the mojo verse, but now I'm like, oh my God, long shot again. But but this is fun. I like. I think this is fun. No, it's fun. It's great. I, Spiral always adds so much to a story. And I just love the fact that Rogue keeps killing Gambit in every single genre that they try to do it in. I love it. It's great. And so that's they... what Spiral's supposed to try and fix her powers. So I wonder if she'll. But that's the thing with Rogue. Here's a good question. Is Rogue a better character with her powers fixed or broken? Broken. Right? Broken. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They have to keep breaking her. It's kind of like how Professor X, if they make him walk, you know he's going to get hit in the back and the spine That's any minute so now correct. in battle. <laughs> we need That's to get so him back. Correct. In a, yeah. The, the core of the character is in a wheelchair. The core of the character is can't control her powers. Um, so I think she needs to stay somewhat broken. They can't fix her completely. I'm sorry, Rogue. We do not want you to be happy. Yeah, no, not at all. I mean, we'll let you fuck. Like, you can still fuck Gambit. But that's all you So get. what? what's the reveal in this episode that Mojo wanted a superhero couple uh, to star in his latest concept? Spiral manipulated it so that it turned out to be Rogue and Gambit because she she needs Gambit Gambit to steal steal. a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And she'll fix Rogue as payment. But yeah, but she didn't realize Rogue is broken, but since she is, she's like, I'll try and fix her while you steal the thing. Yeah. Let's not forget that Spiral was on an X-Men team not too long ago. Was that the one with Psylocke and Storm? And Puck? And Puck, yeah. Uncanny X-Force, I believe it was called. Bishop came back. Yep. Oh, lovely. I liked it. Love Spiral. It's fun. Love her. It's still, though, that Mr. and Mrs. X was nothing in comparison to the juicy, good drama of Next Gen. Um, I'm just going to cut to it. The thing that you and I have been hoping for is real. It's yeah. happening. Yeah, Gl- yeah. <laughs> Glob Herman is, Layla Miller. is the bishop, <laughs> Layla Miller, of this age story. Yeah, and it's so it's sad. something it's something with his wax powers. I it, love the prospect that we're gonna start to really find out. I feel like we're gonna start to learn a lot about Glob Herman's wax. You have to. I think this it's the same thing of like the second mutation of Emma Frost by Grant Morrison. I love taking yes. a guy and re being like, no, this is what his powers are. You know who else was really good at that it was Peter David. 
He was yes. great at ta- like we're siren, where she learned, oh, if I whisper my siren, it can seduce people and make them do what they want. Like he knew how to like kind of hone people's powers to do interesting things in a way that makes sense. Yeah, I love it. I love so, it where he. Uh, and the other weird thing is, did you notice how the two gay characters, the two gay students? Yes. Talk to the, me about this. Are the ones that give each other a look and they're like, no, we want to love who we want to love. And I fucking love it. And they're the ones that run off and then Bling gets caught out by the blob. I fucking love it. I, at first I thought, are you making Bling and Anoli a couple? <laughs> Which, for a second I got angry and I was like, no, no, no. I Come on. We all know better. Uh, and then it hit me to have the two queer characters yeah, be like, fuck this. It's really good. And then just quick side note, it's very similar. Uh, there's a sim- if you are, have you haven't watched any of the Orville? I've watched one episode. It was good. The, the Orville is killing it in the second season. There's a whole like race of people uh, where they're, everyone is, has to be male. Like, even if you're born female, they give you a sex change. So everyone's also gay. And this one is about one of an engineer comes to visit from that planet and he's attracted to like a female cast member. But then they want to then they find out and they want to bring him back for trial for being straight. It's oh my God. Amazing. That shows like great. I love all of those things because the thing that's interesting is it's not even like in, in the next gen. It's not like, oh, they're gay and want to be al- allowed to be gay. They just want to be allowed to fuck. Like you can't even fuck. It doesn't matter. They just instinctually don't like to be told that they can't love somebody. Exactly. It's, it kind of strikes a nerve and they don't know why. Gay men, unfortunately, have very high sex drives. I mean, yeah. Anole. Sort of men. <laughs> true. But but when you're a man attracted to a man, you don't have someone being like, hey, calm it down. Right. Hey. Calm it down, bitch. So, so next Blink gen- gets captured by a real daddy-looking blob. Yeah, and then it turns out Armor is like, I didn't, they're my friends. I, oh, I, was, I love how also they're all separated. And like, you're basically like, your powers mean you can be part of the police squad. Your powers, you're stuck on, it. basically if your powers are junk, you're on agriculture. <laughs> and then other people, it's like, you're this, you're that. And everyone's like basically placed in society. It's very... It's like, very utopia dystopia. Yeah, fascist, exactly. Fascist yeah, it's very utopia. fascist. Um, yeah. And uh, in the end, uh, Blob is actually writing uh, like a, a novel about all the real things that are happening so that he can still remember. He's writing a fantasy novel, quote unquote, where he's casting all of his friends in kind of this fantasy and when they describe the fantasy it's the first 10 issues of uncanny x-men yeah so it's the it, reality it's stuff that happened yeah and it ends with him basically because armor's like i don't know what's going on he's like not again she's like what do you mean not again he's like all right it's time you know the truth and he lights his wax on fire and it looks like he's gonna douse her in magic fire wax yeah so are we suggesting so we have our creepy french twins from extermination menon and menon yeah um and the, the female, Magnon, she says to Glob, why can't I read your mind? Which yeah. I don't think... Has anyone ever tried? I don't know. I'm like, is that a new thing? But wait, has anyone ever even tried to read Glob's mind? Does it's, anyone care it, it still what's could going just on in be, there? It could just be a thing in this world. That hasn't been a fully Maybe. established yet. Maybe. But, yeah. But I, I, I also saw on the cover of next gen two the shot is glob standing over three of his classmates oh and they're um, all blobbed they're like they're like goops yeah well they slimed. all they all have like wax all over their yeah they've been dumped all over their faces <laughs> In the fa- they've been given thunder facials <laughs> so what is the deal with his wax he's obviously gonna yeah light it on fire and drip it on armor and she's gonna get her fucking memories back like what the fuck I, give me more of this yeah, love it. 
And then we still haven't even gotten to the to the extremists, to Prisoner X, to the Apocalypse and the Extracts. Like we still have so much so much more to go. Amazing Nightcrawler. Amazing Nightcrawler. And then it's just going to be for how many months until it c- cuts back to regular X-Men? They're all five issues, I think. Yeah. So five issues. And then the, well, there'll boom. be an Omega. Yeah. There'll be like an Age of X-Men Omega. And then who knows? And then back to uh, X-Men. Something else that we should talk about as far as new stuff, who knows, is those four adult animated series that are going to be on Hulu that Marvel just announced. That's, it's insane. So we're going to have four shows. One of them is Hitmonkey. Another one is... I love Hitmonkey. Another one is Modoc. That one's probably going to be crazy. Me? Yeah. Uh, what's the other one? I don't want to mention the good one yet. Um, um, shit. I can't think of it. I can't remember. God damn. Oh, Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. And what the fuck? The fourth one is called The Dazzler and Tigra Show? Written by Chelsea Handler? My dreams. What? In the shot of the characters, like the promo art, Dazzler is holding a Cosmo. It's going to be crazy. Like, they're going to be like, and they're, they're basically like, uh, how do you like get ahead with superpowers in L.A.? In like, L.A. That's like the plot. It's all about, oh, I'm in L.A. So, uh, um, so very soon, we're definitely going to have an interview with Dazzler since I'm in L.A. Oh, We're absolutely. definitely going to have an interview with her soon about it. Very soon. I guess <laughs> her and Tigra are going to have a, rela- a friendship in the comics now, too. And we'll start seeing more of Tigra. Because last we saw of Tigra, she was a giant in West Coast Avengers. Yeah. I feel like this is going to be the next Abfab, maybe even the next Broad City. Well, if it's Chelsea Handler, they're going to be drunks. I'm telling you, it's going to be the new Abfab. It's like, are you there, Dazzler? Are you there, Dazzler? It's me. Wait, are you there, Vodka? It's me, Dazzler. Like... Oh my god, I I hope it's just the two of them in the apart in their apartment drunk, just like coming up with plans that they never go outside and do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It sounds amazing. Amazing. We're in a crazy world right now. It's a good year for comics, at least. It is, and I do feel it's probably at some point it's going to peak, and then we're going to be very sad. Something's going to fuck it up. I don't know. And the thing that might fuck it up is X-Men Dark Phoenix. Oh, that's going to be the end of comic book movies as we know it, for sure. Um, but no, but then, that, does that come out before or after the Avengers movie? After? It comes after, like, out in November, right? Or is that... Yeah, like November, June, they June, keep, June, They June. keep delaying. It's after. It's like a month after. And also, just was, think... We're three it weeks was supposed away. to come out. Yeah, in February. Yeah. And we're only three weeks away from Captain Marvel. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about Captain Marvel. Okay. This is Kree Scroll War, the movie. And I don't think enough people are, are framing it as such. Do you think that the end credit scene in Captain Marvel is going to be a reveal that a major MCU character has been a Skrull all along. Do you or do you not think that that is what it's going to be? Um, I feel that would be a very good idea. But at this point, I can't, I don't want to make, I wouldn't bet on it, but I feel that that would be a very smart thing to do since Secret Invasion, since this is what it's based off of, the very uh, the whole thing that Secret Invasion was based off of was the fact that there were scrawl plants the whole entire time. But there Can is you a ch- imagine? but there is a chance they might do all the scrawl plants 
Like, I mean, so that's, do you feel the next Avengers movies are going to be dealing with Skrulls again? Yeah, I think, I think Marvel is... Or do you think this is going to be Skrulls and then they're done with it after, in the, like, the Skrulls were a 90s thing? No, I think they're going to show that they, we thought the Skrulls were defeated in the 90s. They weren't. They have infiltrated ever since. But who could be a Skrull? Let's talk about this. I don't feel. De- I feel. Who are I the feel, definite scrolls? I mean, I feel the only people that could be scrolls that would make some sort of sense be, is only because they're not as essential to the plot. I mean, would that be was Hawkeye and uh, Colby Smulders. What's her? What's her? <laughs> Maria Hill. Maria Hill. I'll tell you who's a scroll. Who? Uh, William Hurt. Wait, who's William Hurt again? General Thunderbolt Ross, who oh, pretty right, much right, right. started Civil War. Right. Okay, yeah, that makes sense, too. Alfre Woodard. Remember she had that scene? Oh, where she was yelling at uh, Tony Robert Stark. Downey, this Downey is my Jr. son. You killed my son. <laughs> that, that is and absolutely fucking, oh, a scroll. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Pepper fucking pots. That is the scroll queen. I was saving it. I'm Pepper telling you. Pepper fucking pots. Fuck I'm you, telling you. I'm telling you. Pepper pots is the scroll. It ain't Jessica Drew. Is Jessica Drew showing up anywhere soon? No, but she was the scroll queen in Secret Invasion. Oh, yeah, that's right. Pepper fucking pots. Pepper fucking pots. I mean, does Downey, is Downey doing any more movies, though? It, it kind of would be stupid if Pepper was a scroll and just, he's just not doing Marvel movies anymore. I don't know. Or they just, just kill her off. Have you watched the new season of Kimmy Schmidt? No. There's an ongoing uh, Sliding Doors-like joke. Remember that Gwyneth Paltrow movie, Sliding Doors? Hell Yeah. But there's a part where they keep referencing that movie, like, what if we did this? What if we did that? And so there's multiple moments of showing them in the past watching the movie Sliding Doors. But every time they're watching the movie, you just hear a bad British accent, Gwyneth Paltrow, being like, <laughs> oh, oh, no, the doors are sliding. <laughs> like every, every line from the movie they're watching, she's literally be like, oh, I'm caught in a door and it's sliding. <laughs> Oh, God, I hate Gwyneth Paltrow. I hate her so much. She gooped somebody on the ski it. slope. It was a hit and goop. Yeah, and they're suing her, and I hope they win. Good, I hope they win, and I hope they take her undeserved Oscar. And I tell you, I do a disparaging Gwyneth Paltrow joke in the opening of a lot of my stand-up sets. Kills every time. Everyone what is hates it? her. Well, now that I... Basically, I talk about how I don't like to do crowd work. <laughs> Okay. Because crowd work is like, I'm not going to go into the audience because I don't like, I'm shy and I don't like talking to strangers. Because I was like, you know, it's like, I would, you know, I, you know, it's like, I, I, the only thing I hate more than talking to strangers is, uh, is Gwyneth Paltrow. (laughs) And if I was like forced to like, you know, watch a Gwyneth Paltrow movie or talk to a stranger, I would talk to a stranger because I fucking hate Gwyneth Paltrow that much. Um, yeah, they love it. They love it because everyone hates Gwyneth Paltrow. Everyone hates her. She's a fucking Because she's the worst. She's, she's pepper, the though. worst. Pepper fucking pots. That's her name now. It's not Pepper Pots. It's Pepper fucking pots. The Skrull Queen. The Skrull Queen. Oh, yes. Or Marissa Tomei. Or Happy Hogan. John Favreau. Ooh, I like that too. Well, so we, many went, possi- we went so many on a journey. We went on we a sure journey. We sure did. You know, we sure you did, listen- and I think we've arrived at our destination. If, if you've listened to this show and you're like, why do I listen to these two faggots? I'm going to tell you why. Because we, gay. we are covering the, the gamut. We are covering the gamut of sci-fi comic uh, media from A to B. Well, from A to Z. Uh, there's stuff we are missing. From D to F. <laughs> we are missing some stuff, which is why I'm going to enact a challenge, not for next week, but for a week coming up. 
we need to watch a CW uh, a superhero TV show and report We back. need... Well, we need to have my friend Jamie, who's been on the show before, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Jamie, uh, who, as part of her job, she's a writer for comicbook.com, she has had to watch every single episode of all the show, of all four shows. Of Arrow, like, Flash, in order. Supergirl, yeah. what's the other one, Age, what, Agents of Tomorrow? Legends. No, Legends yeah. of Tomorrow. But I want us, we need to pick, we need to watch one of those shows. Oh, don't make me. We have to watch it and we have to report. We can hate watch it. Okay. But not next we week. We each take an episode? No, I don't have time for that. <laughs> yes. Don't you love it how we just brainstorm at the end of our episodes? This is going to be the kind of thing we push off every week. Okay, yeah. next week we're yeah. going to do our CW. All right, we didn't do our CW. <laughs> All right. All right, um, I'm going to go stare in the mirror and pretend I'm Emma Frost. I'm going to go drink a Cosmo and pretend to be Dazzler. Dazzling. I'm going to go lick my butthole and pretend to be Tigra. (laughs) And I think all of you out there listening should pretend to be a gay comic book reader. Because remember, if you read comics, well, that makes you queer. Goodbye. Bye. You're gay now. I know.